Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another SLG Meetup. Today I have the absolute pleasure to go all the way to London to talk to one of our favorite guests when it comes to real estate. His name is Alex Evagora. He's one of our members and a very successful super prime real estate advisor. He's going to tell us all about the current market trends in the UK, more specifically London, and what it is to be part of one of the most successful teams in the whole country, the Team DDRE. There you go. What's up, mate? <laughs> How you doing? Here he is. Very good. Hey, Alan, how are you? Very well, thank you. Absolutely. Nice to see you. No, Thanks for having me. And look, what a contrast, right? Like sunny, good weather here in Miami. And how is it over there in London? Oh, dark and wet. Dark and wet. Cold. And well, cold, freezing cold. There's something amazing yeah. to do in London, which is why I really believe that the real estate market there is so amazingly growing over the past years. It's just that. What's it's that? amazing. So I'm really happy to have you here with us today because I really want us to discuss what it is not only to be part of one of the most successful teams in the whole city or country, I would say, but to also be working on some incredible deals and these incredible homes that we get to see through your social media. And I wanted to have a little bit of a summary on how somebody like you ends up joining one of the largest teams and does all these incredible deals in one of the most prime locations when it comes to luxury real estate. Thank you, Alvaro. Okay, so uh, I used to work at a big property company uh, called CBRE, who I think are actually, you might know of them, they're based in LA, uh, American company, you must know who they are. And I saw Daniel from afar, we got to know each other from Instagram. So we were probably some of the first two people in the UK to actually start posting real estate and documenting our days on social platforms like Instagram, Snapchat, uh, and other platforms too. And we saw each other from afar. We DM'd each other, hey, bro, I see what you're doing. I like what you're doing. Keep it up. And we built uh, a rapport or relationship nice. uh, over the DMs. And <laughs> somebody um, tagged me when I was employed in a job in one of his LinkedIn posts saying that there was a vacancy in his team when he was at another big company as well himself, uh, Knight Frank, who I think do a lot of work with Douglas Elliman or, or teamed up with Douglas Elliman, uh, American firm. And uh, I interviewed for the role and that's where we probably got to know each other. Um, so we had a tea, we went to Chilton Firehouse, um, had a good chat, it was a good conversation. And you could tell that our minds were in the right places or going, we, we saw that the industry was going in the same or similar direction, right? Um, social media uh, was taking over the industry and agents started using it to their advantage. We, we were starting to realize the power of social media, but our peers weren't so much. Um, you've probably seen it. The, the UK is like backwards. We're so far well, yeah, behind in the, in the UN, America and the like way you guys do it. Driven, everything is like boom, 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 boom. Especially personal brands as well. It's amazing. I love what you guys are doing. We need to do it more here. We really, I wish the agents well, in the UK embraced it more. You're, you're leading uh, the way. The way you guys do it. And you work collaboratively. <laughs> trying to. I mean, I like the way you guys work as well collaboratively with other agents. So you have uh, 
buyers represented by buyers agents and then sellers agents mm -hmm. and they yeah. end up doing the deal together correct so that's something which is becoming more popular here but we'll touch on that later anyway so daniel and i uh, the relationship sparked from then but then when he went to go and start his own business by that point i had my own business too and he said i want you to come work with me and so i did and i left what i was doing building my own brand building my own company uh, in central london and i went and joined him i realized that if i continued with my own brand and my own company i would have got to maybe here but if i joined daniel maybe i sidestep right. but i can go further he's he's introduced me to a world that would, that would have been very hard for me to get into if it wasn't for joining him mm -hmm. uh this super prime world right the ultra ultra high net worth community the top one percent with moments like this where there is this potential recession uncertainty a little bit of tumbling how do you best promote yourself? That's a very good question. How do you best promote yourself? Keep telling people what you're doing. I think this is something that, uh, this is something I've had to learn. You've got to learn how to tell people about your wins without mm, it coming across egotistical. Okay. Like we just touched upon ego. So if you go onto somebody's social media profile, you might see, oh, we just sold this. We just let that. We just sold this. We just did that. Okay, that's cool. But tell us more about it. How did it happen? You got, how did you get the buyer? How many properties did you show them? Did you show them 60 mm. or six? Mm. Was it really hard? Did you have to pay for loads of Ubers and then waste lots of money? Did you have to sit them for a coffee? Were you introduced by a friend? Like, what was the process? You need to document your days and tell people more about what you're up to mm -hmm. and also add value. And they want to see the human side. They don't want to see sold 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 the real estate market right now in london how is the situation with everything that we're facing at the moment a lot of the actual net worth community are away it's january people are still getting back into the swing of things i think things are going to start picking up again in february albeit we are still very busy um even with the super prime rentals so today i was showing somebody houses for 20 and twenty-five thousand pounds a week so what's that okay around about a million pounds a year mm -hmm. In rent so i do both rentals and sales um we were incredibly busy huh. around october um november and mainly because of the the dollar so as soon as the uh dollar holders which is the majority of yeah. the old china community uh dropped by about what was it 30 percent essentially mm. people getting 30 percent discount on property in the UK and where are they looking in the UK prime central London super prime property in London we were incredibly busy um, there's 19 of us now in the team we've blown up recently <clears throat> and everyone's running around like headless chickens um, it's good it's good times right okay. and I think things are only gonna get better to be honest with you um, I don't think the, well the interest rates haven't really affected um, our clients all that much. Um, not everybody is looking to get a mortgage either. Not everybody goes and gets debt. A lot of our buyers are cash buyers. So um, mm. we haven't been that affected by that. And in fact, we've had a, a positive effect okay. with what's happened with the dollar. So in London, we started to see also crime situations going on. So what, what's going on right now there? Yeah, you know, it's no lie that there is a lot of crime, mm. mostly uh, watch crime. Thieves are, thieves are after watches at the moment uh, because it's an e easy target, right? You see, when people come out of their offices and yeah. it's dark at 4.30 p.m. 
five o'clock, uh, uh, so early evening time around winter time, right? They come out of their offices, they're on their uh, iPhones texting and their faces in their phone. They're not paying attention to what's around them. Some guy on their bicycle will come along and take their phone. Okay, fine. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, that's the majority no, of the cities may, now is in Paris happen, yes. over New Year's Eve. Yeah, it does happen. I mean, look, I think COVID did this as well. COVID, uh, and there's also the, uh, the uh, God, energy, yeah. energy crisis going on at the moment. Um, so, so it's made a it's, it's mm -hmm. like poverty is high at the moment, right? There's a lot of people are struggling which means that crime's going to increase. A lot of people are desperate. It's very sad. So in any major city, when that happens, when you have a, a super prime city or properties over 5 million up to 100 million pounds, you're going to have the ultra high net worth community getting in and out of their Rolls Royces. Right. You, you've got to have your wits about you anyway. Mm -hmm. I think this is going to happen in any major city, Paris, yeah. New York, Manhattan, you know, London. It's, just, it's bound to happen. You've just got to keep your wits about you it hasn't really affected the community. They might just ask to be uh, in a building oh, with gates so they don't get that. out of the yeah. car until the gates close behind them. Um, so it might increase in, it make properties gotcha. with security increase in popularity uh, and things like this. But so far, we haven't really had a dip in demand Got it. Got it. Because, because at the, the end of the day, as increase. you mentioned, like those people that move from those major cities to another major city, they're all experiencing a similar situation, yes. Okay, but you, you touched base on something important, the security, yeah. the gated communities. So tell me a little bit about some of the super prime homes that you've been involved. Do you have any favorite deal that you've had? So my favorite deal would uh, um, probably be a rental deal I did um, during COVID. The tenant was on her yacht in the Atlantic Ocean at the time. And she called Daniel and said, Daniel, I need a mansion or a compound to rent when I get back to London, because I don't want to go back into my apartment in central London. We can't leave our houses when I get back. And um, um, I, I'm going to need somewhere with like a swimming pool where the kids can run in and out to a big garden uh, and somewhere near the central London. Anyway, it was a very cool search. And we got excited because we hadn't been left al allowed out of the house for a long time because of COVID. And uh, Daniel and I, it was when we first uh, teamed up together, right? So I've been with him for it'll be three years in March, exactly. And so we were going to Surrey, yeah. to Highgate. I don't know if you know mm -hmm. these areas, but to the outskirts of central London. And we're looking at big mansions, huge mansions, 10,000, 15,000 square feet wow. with tennis courts swimming pools in or outdoor one had a stable it was ridiculous um <clears throat> and we were sending her videos and photos from you know from our iphones and then she chose one and we made a bid and there was back and forth and it was an interesting negotiation and then we connected it with lawyers and they ended up doing the deal and then we didn't have very long to get the house ready yeah all right because it's a rental and not sale i had to be very much involved and <laughs> The night before she moved in, the cleaners hadn't did, uh, done a very good job, so I had to get on my hands and knees and literally clean the floor and polish the woodwork oh, before she arrived with her see. entourage wow. the next day. Wow. What is the true definition of luxury for you? I think it's subjective. I had one client who said a separate kitchen to your living room is luxury. I'm not sure I'd entirely agree with that. 
but it could mean having staff accommodation and staff living in your apartment or, or your or your mm -hmm. house and serving you right it, i think it's very subjective my luxury could be different to a client's luxury and i think that's why it's important when you're qualifying a client or a buyer um or a tenant on what their perception of cool means uh, it, you know what actually it, if someone does say luxury and it's a very widely used term these days especially in our industry everyone's a luxury agent now um there is one house we're selling which is 110 million pounds guide price um, in north london it's thirty thousand square foot and that is the definition wow. of luxury what is something that you've learned over all these years in the industry that you're like wow this one thing is helping me progress it would be make friends and make as much many friends as you can yeah. your friends send you business especially in the business we're in it's the biggest asset in people's life it's like they're almost the majority of their wealth is tied into this asset and usually they don't google um, to find an estate agent or go to the yellow pages they'll ask their best friend or their friend or their accountant or their lawyer someone they trust who do you know that's good in this industry that's and then they'll refer you to their point. friend be a good person be yourself be genuine don't lie don't exaggerate don't chat shit. i love, love it Make okay friends. wow that's it i've made the list and i'm gonna start like putting it everywhere and tell everybody about it <laughs> no but listen alex i really appreciate your time i know it's a bit late in london so i appreciate everything that you've been sharing with us today everybody that is watching now or later please make sure to follow alex to keep up to date with his life because as you said it's all about documenting what you do on a daily basis i call it the breadcrumbing right like showing little pieces of what's going on throughout your day and look congratulations That's on what one. you're doing big fan of you guys and good luck with all the projects hopefully you guys sell that 110 Thanks, million dollar pound home and and look i hope so yeah, hey if you know yeah, anyone we'll actually let me know. You know let's put it out there let's actually move it and and we'll make it happen so thanks again, brother. I look forward to seeing you soon. Keep on crushing it. And thanks, anything brother. else that we'd like to add before we wrap this up? I think that's it. Do you have any more questions? Well, what, what's help the gel that you with? use? Uh, let I mean, me know. You keep your head always so nice. I need to get that one. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I get that question a lot. It's called fish. It's very, very strong. I've got this really annoying Greek thick hair. And it doesn't do what I want it to do. So I have to use like nice. this really strong Hir fish. Hercules fish. It's called I fish. Like Come on. Hercules <laughs> fish. All exactly. right. I'll look it up. Thank, Thank you, you Alex. Thank Take you. Care, okay? Thank you for Bye. having me. And thanks again for everybody tuning in today. We hope you enjoyed it. And remember, embrace each beautiful success in life. My name is Alvaro and I'll see you next time.